what's up guys it is hot take with Hey-o. hot take it and welcome back to another episode of junior <laughs> senior two views let's get straight into it thoughts about carlos alcatraz alcaraz oh, alcaraz. alcaraz alcaraz i went to alcatraz when i was little yeah <laughs> winning the u.s open uh you know it's it's he's the youngest to ever win yeah 19 so i think it's passing of the torch I mean, I think that marks sort of his name being escalated into that next level because, I mean, I guess the other fellow Spaniards, Rafael Nadal, but he's entering a twilight of his career. So Federer's done as well. He's already announced his retirement. He's already said goodbye. He's got one more one more tennis match sort of circuit to do, and that's it. Yep. He's going to do his farewell tour. So I think that's, that's sort of the changing of the guard. We're going into a new generation of young tennis players who watched some of these guys play in their primes. Or not from the U.S., by yeah. the way. And, yeah, it's no. not, I don't think the U.S., I mean, although the other gentleman who was playing... Gone of the days of yeah. McEnroe. Oh, McEnroe, uh, Connors, no. It's it's definitely an international flair with yeah. the tennis, and I well, think that... It, tennis yeah. has always been about international. Of course like, it has. Because it's an individual sport. But there was a small window of time where the U.S. was dominating with yeah. McEnroe, with Connors, you had Michael Chang, Andre Agassi, Pete Sampras, to yeah. name a few. You know, that's where tennis has really sort of, you know, emerged a big deal in the States, but now it's sort of calmed down and, and a lot more internationals have risen to the challenge. And so. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll do you, the anecdote. Yeah, you go about that. Aha, you like this one because you talked about, you've talked about this guy for so long. He's right up there with Matt Nagy. So maybe the maybe the gods were listening to you. What do you think about the suspension of Robert Sarver? The NBA should force him to sell. <laughs> he is the most No, uh, this isn't a joke. This guy is a scumbag. Oh. He's cheap, he's racist, he's misogynistic, he's homophobic. Did you read the report? He was using the N-word openly. Yep. In his organization. Openly. This if if Donald Sterling can be completely put out of the league. This guy deserves to be forced to sell as well. Yep. He is a cheap owner. He's run the the Phoenix Suns like a country club mm. for the past 15 years. Mm. And same with the Mercury as well. With how with their tumultuous season. Well, he as owns well. both teams. Yeah, he owns some Phoenix franchises. Yeah. So this guy deserves he deserves to be put out of the league. I think the NBA didn't go far enough. With just a one-year suspension. So, I understand that. I would say there's some progress. Not a great deal before you cut me off. I think it's it's not trying to become a Donald Sterling situation. I think they're trying to give Robert Sarver, as you said, if he's smart about it now. Because PayPal, as a sponsor, just said, we're out of here. If, if, if yeah. he comes back. So, PayPal right now is kind of putting it out there saying... We'll stay on your jersey for now, but if he comes back, we're walking away as a sponsor. So they should, yeah. So, so maybe that's a chance for Robert Sarver to have some perspective and to do the right thing. Unlike the situation with Donald Sterling, with which got out of hand, it got crazy. Yeah, it, it, uh, yeah. just this guy is like, and the NBA knew it, David Stern knew that Donald Sterling was racist. For decades. Yep. He knew. He mm-hmm. knew. There was one story where Donald Sterling drafted Danny Manning first overall. And allegedly, in the in an office with, with David Stern present, he said, of Danny Manning, I'm paying a lot of money for a poor black kid. 
So that was the level of Donald Sterling. Okay. If someone like Sarver is using the N-word openly, I don't really see if there's any opportunity for um, – obviously people can change, but okay. not within a year. If if he's using the N-word openly and saying homophobic and misogynistic things all around his organization and there's obviously a culture with other male employees yes. of that organization thinking that that behavior is appropriate because it goes all the way to the top, then in my eyes, he deserves to be put out of the league. This okay. guy is not a good owner. He's run both Phoenix franchises like country clubs. Mm-hmm. He deserves to go. Okay. Next question. Yes. Um... That's yours. Yeah. With Tony LaRusso's health issue. Uh, look, okay. Let me preface this by saying I will renege on any Tony LaRusso um, criticisms on this segment. Okay. With Tony LaRusso's health issues, should the White Sox move on? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, Miguel Cairo has done a admiral job as filler in. They, they actually are over 500. The last record I saw was 10-4. and four. So, I mean. Do you still believe in the White Sox? Oh no no they're they're a disappointment. They yeah, they this, were this, by I, all accounts. I've been telling were, you this from the beginning of the season. I was also saying it's the, it's the AL Central, which it's is one of the wants, most confusing divisions in the all baseball. It, it's who wants to win the AL Central? Who wants to be gifted a playoff berth? I know, but you can kind of remove the Tigers and even the Twins from any conversation. Around no, the, the I think the T's are still in it. They're, uh, well, they're still in it. You it, remove the, the Royals. Tigers the Royals, it. you mean the Royals and the Tigers? You can remove those two away from the. Every other team is still within a shot. And I so t- this is about Tony Larusa because yes. he did get guided White Sox to the playoffs last season. Yeah, I th- although they were immediately thumped by the Astros, but the issue is he's obviously had some health concerns and he shingles. Had, I guess you know better yeah. than he told you yeah. about it. No, it was he called it was you and said, "Well, shingles. I got shingles." It was reported. He, oh, there you go. Yeah, it was okay, reported. Shingles. Yeah, shingles. shingles aren't good. So yeah. obviously that prompted him to step away. And so I mean, I suppose honestly, depending I, on what the season looks like, they've been a disappointment. You know, should Tony Larusa. This is what I think they should do. Front office should do. Yeah. Just to maybe satisfy you as well as someone who doesn't necessarily think he's he think he's past his prime. Yeah. Say to Tony, hey, Tony, you got the shingles. You're getting better. Why don't you just get you a front office job up top where you can just kind of sit back? No, hey, did you really see his disastrous reign in the front <laughs> office in the di- at the Diamondbacks? <laughs> did you see that? I didn't see it. He was you saw bad. It? He was okay. bad. Well, I mean. So, like, look, okay. Tony Larusa, I've said my pieces about him, but oh, yeah. I think the um, we know you have. I think the um, the decision will probably be made for Reinsdorf. Okay, because he when when comes the point when Tony Larusa says, you know what, I had a good run, I, I've got rings, I don't need to do this anymore. Right. So because he retired for the Some first time, managers is just in their blood. Some guys, it's just no matter how old they are, it's just in their blood. So I mean. It's it's a decision that the front office will have to make around Larusa. Well, I don't think I think the decision might be made for Reinsdorf if he steps away from the game, and I think it's pretty likely that Tony Larusa, if his health issues persist, uh-huh. I think he steps away from the game. Okay, all right, yeah. moving on. So we're looking at week one, and we're doing a week one recap. So yes. I guess the way I like to use it is headlines, winner loser. Yeah. So what we'll do is alternate between the winner and loser. Yeah. Okay, so if I get the winner, you get the loser, and okay. vice versa. Okay. And then we put a pithy little headline to just kind of put forth what that theme is for that team for that week. Okay, mm-hmm. So I'll start with the Chiefs and Chargers. So we know the Chiefs won on Thursday Night Football and the Chargers lost. All right. So my headline is Chiefs win ugly. Mm. And so I would say that just because of the standpoint that 
It wasn't the blowout that week one showed us. We thought, okay, wow, week one, the Chiefs are all over the place. It's like Tecmo Bowl over here. They're just racking up points. Yeah. This game, they kind of struggled. The offense kind of sputtered here and there. There were a couple of gadget plays that just didn't work out for them. So I said I would say the Chiefs went ugly because really this game in, in a lot of ways was Chargers game to, to, to win. Yes. So what do you say for the Chargers as the loser? Chargers? That's my that's my headline. Chargers with a question mark. Um, are you okay? Their offensive line didn't protect Herbert very oh, well. In that he, game. he got some he got bruised ribs and he was getting up slow yeah, and they they weren't prepared to replace him with Chase Daniel, like, uh let's just keep Justin Herbert on but, the field. I, there's a lot of questions about Brandon Staley's coaching. I like Brandon Staley as a coach. He, my only criticism of him is he needs to toe down his analytical um, uh, approach to how he does things. Okay. Analytics is a good tool you can yeah. use as a coach, but you can't be dogmatic with it as he was last year, and I think he will most likely learn from that mm-hmm. uh, with the, the um, horrific loss in Week 18 to the Raiders, mm-hmm. uh, where they could have tied and both made it in, yeah. but he overthought. But... Here's the thing. Uh, that's my headline. Chargers, they didn't look all that good. Herbert was trying to bail them out. He didn't, they didn't look all that good. Okay. Their offensive line was giving, wasn't giving him many favors. Mike Williams has to carry this offense, and he's doing a damn good job. That was a great Keenan Allen's going to be out for a little bit. Yep. So I, I think Mike Williams, if he was on any other team, Mike Williams would be a headliner. Okay. That's how good he is. Okay, next one. Steelers, Bengals. Uh, I will allow you to get the Steelers as the headline for their win. I have zero clue as to how the Steelers won this game. Here's my headline: headline, what the hell? That's that's my headline. What was that game? That yeah, was you, ridiculousness. You, you kind of a kind on, of theme here, here. On, on both sides. That was ridiculousness. Okay, like okay, so the Steelers they, they did what they're they're. This is shades of last year. Their defense has to ball out. For them to win games this year. And they're going to be without T.J. Watt for a, lo- a while. Mm-hmm. And luckily he doesn't need surgery. Because he's a joy to watch. Yep. But they're going to be without him for a good bit. The- their defense is fantastic. <coughs> um, Excuse me. Burrow made some bad reads. But Minka was was brilliant in the secondary. Um, their defense is going to have to bail them out this year. Because their offense was kind of stinky. Yep. Okay. So for the Bengals. I would say. What now? For Joe, question mark, because the offensive line... It still needs... <laughs> ...were all outplayed, obviously. Yeah, yeah, Joe yeah. Burrow got sacked several times. I don't think I could keep count anymore because he was running for dear life every step of the way. Um, uh, you know, they got... He threw four interceptions. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't help. Yeah. Um, it was a very ugly game for the for the Bengals. and But the fact that they still were able to stay in it and Cotton and McPherson missed a couple of key field well, goals. That, that field goal in OT was the long snapper's fault because mm-hmm. he didn't have the laces out. That was his fault. But yeah. like for me with the Bengals, their offensive line has got good pieces, but it still needs for an offensive line to be um to be good. Mm-hmm. You don't just have to have quality pieces. You need yeah. a lot of communication and chemistry mm-hmm. to know where everyone's going, who's blocking where, who's setting up where for um for uh to protect your quarterback and to form a pocket. The Bengals started to show that in OT. They okay. started to repel some of the Steelers' defense in OT. Okay, next. So there is progression. It's going to take a little bit of time. Though. Okay, Vikings, Packers. 
So Vikings for the winner, I would say. Mm-hmm. Kevin O'Connell is the quarterback whisperer. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. He might be. Because, you know, that was a, a clinical game for, you know, the offense looked sharp. Justin Jefferson was balling. Kurt Covers was balling. Yeah. Uh, the running game with Dalvin Cook was solid. The defense, which never really, I think, is because of Zimmer's, you know, yeah. kind of defensive approach. Yeah. But the defense didn't, was getting in Aaron Rodgers' and, face. And you also, hey, you, granted, it was due to the Packers' depleted offensive line without David Bakhtiari, but... Zadarius Smith is a beast. I've been saying this for a while. He's a beast. Um, on the Packers, my headline is regrettable decisions. Do you really want? Did you? You should have offered Devontae all of the money, well, which gonna, they did. That's a long headline. Is that what you're putting? No, there, or regrettable, no regrettable decisions. decisions. <laughs> I was just wondering. It, I was just checking. You, they did offer. Okay, <laughs> to be fair, they did offer Devontae the money, but it just wasn't about that to him. He wanted. He wanted to go. Okay. Um. I think they should have offered him a big contract instead of just the franchise tag because he didn't want to play on it. Yep. In my opinion, he's the best receiver in the league in terms of route running, in terms of his intelligence, in terms of everything. To me, he's the best receiver in football. Okay. Um, I I just think. But did you sense be- that there was a level of mistrust or a lack of? Comfortability with Rogers and the receivers. When is there? I know, but that's always the case. When is but there he had ever, receivers when, that when is didn't there, get the ball again. When is there that. not distrust with Rogers and anybody around him? Yeah, I mean, we know that. I mean, overall, his numbers weren't great 22, 34, 185, and 187. No, no it fills, fills you with absolute it, it joy sure does. to see that. It sure does. I'm looking at all the receivers and the, the receivers that didn't get touches were the guys who. Had just been drafted, so they only got one touch, and then one of them dropped it, and he never. Look, threw it I back like in. Christian Watson, but he's going to be thrown into the fire along with Rogers because he treats he treats receivers like chattel. Yeah, he does. Okay, like we've known this for a while now. Okay, so Chiefs Cardinals, we're going to the game before then. Yeah. So I'll be the you'll be the winner of you'll be the winning headline for the Chiefs in this game, which is what? Uh they they're back. I think they're back. Because they look good. Even, That's your headline. They're yeah, back. Even without Tyree Kill, this receiving core looks good. Because um, you've got um, McCole Hardman, who I really like. Yep. Uh, you've got Juju Smith-Schuster, who doesn't have to be the guy. You've got a solid receiving core, and you've also got the best tight end in football in Travis Kelsey. Yep. You, you, this often, and the offensive line is still good. Orlando Brown's still here. Maybe you can keep him around in the future. <laughs> I think that they could maybe in the crowded AFC West. There's some other teams with question marks. They've got in terms of paper, this is the toughest division in football. Yeah. But in practice, I think the Chiefs have a solid structure, solid coaching, and a solid enough defense yep. to maybe be able to win the toughest division in football. Yeah. I think they have a shot. Because if you look at some other teams, and we'll get to some of the other teams later, because yeah, yeah, I have some some, some yeah, stuff yeah. to say about them. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you look at the, some other teams, they're they're having trouble organizing and uh, reanimating. Yeah. So it's going to be tough. Okay. So for the Cardinals, my headline will be uh, hang, playoff playoff hangover continues. So they looked they looked kind of not interested. They looked like they were just doing OTAs. I mean, Kyler Murray really didn't have a lot of opportunity to get rid of the ball. 
uh, you know, that's just a testament probably to the I just, to the Chiefs defense. So I would say that they looked ordinary. Uh, and they were, you know, they were really bad. They were really badly coached as well. <laughs> Very badly coached. I don't know. If, I know where this is going. I don't Cliff know why. Kingsbury is a new Matt Nagy. Because he's a, you can't tell me over Matt since Nagy. 2013. <laughs> second, he's had every single year. Yes. He's had second half collapses since 2013. Well, this isn't the second in half. College, this, is, this is potentially and, the first half collapse. in college. And in the pros, he's had second half collapses every single season. Could it also be that he's the Cardinals are missing Cardinals are missing B Hop right now? They could use B Hop. They are missing B Hop. They could sure as hell use B Hop. But they are they are also missing a a standard offensive line. We know that. Which is an issue. Right. They're also missing some kid I don't know why they didn't keep around uh, keep I know Hassan Reddick he as a first round pick when they didn't offer him the five the his fifth year option he wasn't great and he showed next to nothing but you could have at least kept him around and tried to develop your first round pick okay he could have been good to this defense um this defense looks a bit rickety uh, and they also lost Chandler Jones which is a massive piece they should have kept him I don't know why they didn't keep him around it doesn't make sense why they got rid of why they let Chandler Jones walk in free agency. All right, next one Dolphins Patriots. I'll do the winner for that one. Yep. Uh the winning headline is Tua shows up. Yeah. Uh it was a I thought the game was expertly done by, you know, the the new coach which is Mike, is it Mike is it Mike Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Sorry. Yeah, I think he, I think both of them guys are saying to Stephen Ross right now while Stephen Ross is suspended. Yeah, screw you for tampering with, with Tom Brady and Sean Payton. So, I mean, look, I think his overall stats, 20-33, touchdown was 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 good. Um, Tyreek Hill only had one touch, so I'm not sure what – I mean, you'd like to see that the Dolphins will sort of expand this game because they keep talking about Tua and his arm and yeah. his cannon arm, but that has, that didn't really show up in this game, but they didn't really need to show well, up. Well, when, when you have Tyreek Hill – right. It's not it too takes, much of an te- issue. It, it takes yeah. a lot of attention on on everybody else to be watching him. So it's not that much of an issue. All right, what do you say for the Patriots and their loss? My headline for the Patriots: uh, Trouble in Paradise. Trouble in Paradise. I like it. I like um, it. I like it. Is it Paradise though? When you have is it, Joe yeah. Judge and Matt Patricia sort of that's what I was about cast to say. back. Back where they came from, with, with their tails, tails, tails in between, between their, their legs. legs. Yeah, walking you guys back, weren't very good coaches, but come walking back. back to Daddy Belichick, it seems like an offense that's really boring. It's Even awful. worse than the Giants, it's, I think. It's awful. It's awful. It's, it's a pretty bad, bad, bad offense. Who's their offensive coordinator for the team, though? I don't know. I don't know. They and they shouldn't. I think they should have done everything they could have to kept. To keep Josh McDaniels you around, keep him. because I think he's a fantastic offensive no, coordinator. I, I, I don't think he's a de- a good head coach. I, well, look, I don't think you could have kept him around. I think they should have though, because he's, eventually he's, he's good for their. Lower. He was good for their system. Okay. He was perfect for their system. Matt Patricia and Joe Judge aren't. Okay. If looking at this offense, they aren't good for their system and. Oh, well. I'd argue if Matt Patricia get grinds that defense, uh, talking about, oh, I got one of the biggest plays of the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter, referencing Malcolm Butler's pick. Then that was a real quote, by okay. the way. The okay. sheer arrogance of that quote right. still grates me to this day. Okay, um, if he keeps on doing that, <laughs> the, and they lost key pieces on the defense as well, like Dante Hightower, yeah. J.C. Jackson, and um, Kyle Van Noy. Yeah. So this uh, this team. 
especially with new pieces through yeah. the draft where they had to fill quickly. Yep. It doesn't look good. All right, moving on. Yeah. Buccaneers, Cowboys. You get the winner for that. What's the Buccaneers winning headline? Uh, one last dance. One last dance. This is most likely Brady's definitive. Oh, I won't say that. Definitive. I'll never final say year. that. I'll but never say that until he actually says it. Definitive final year. Well, there's trouble he has with to his say family. It first. Well, that's yeah. beside the point, but, but that's beside the point. The bottom line is, I will not until Tom Brady says it in a press conference, from his mouth to my ears, then I will consider him but, still playing. But um, I think the Bucks look decent, even with a depleted offensive line. They it look wasn't okay. Sharp. It wasn't like the, I think the defense kept them in the game. I'm not sure what what I'm not hundred percent sure what Tom Brady did to really. I think I don't know sure what Tom Brady really did in the game. He looked kind of off. He wasn't... Look, and it's the first game of the season. Fair enough. Um, what What's my headline for the Cowboys is this feels like last year. Because <laughs> at this time around last year, what happened? Dak Prescott broke his ankle. He was out. No, you mean the year before. The year before, was it? Or yeah, the, yeah year before. Year. year before, not last not year. Not last year? Okay, well, I got mixed up then. But it feels like last year anyway for the Cowboys. Because now Dak Prescott is hurt. He's going to be hurt for a few weeks. You're going to be relying on Cooper Rush. I, Good luck there. The schedule may may help the Cowboys to sort of hang around, but this is a this is a this is a wild card playoff team at best. We, I don't, yeah. Anybody who thinks that the Cowboys is going to be the next Super Bowl contender is, is fooling themselves. Well, I'm, mostly think, Cowboys fans. I, want, I think Mike McCarthy would like to know that because you know the specter, the, the ghost of how Sean long? Is over, how long over have over. I been saying that the Cowboys coaching staff has no clue what they're doing? Between McCarthy and Kellen Mond, they have no clue how to run this offense. None. Kellen Moore. Kellen, Kellen Moore, not <laughs> Kellen Mond, the quarterback. Kellen Mond. They they have no clue how to run this offense. Okay. None. Next one. Ravens Jets. What's the Raven Ravens winning headline? Uh, give me my money, says Lamar. <laughs> give, give me, me my, my money. Give says me Lamar. my money, give says my Lamar. Money, says Lamar. He was he was incredible. Yeah. Again, yeah. Okay, it's the Jets, but he was good. You still, was have, very, you still have to good. play. You still have to play the game. The game has to be played. Yeah. Still has, and he had a. I would say that he had a pretty good game. Yeah. That the 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 overall defense was all over the place, but it's it's the Jets. Fair enough. Um. What's the Jets headline? Uh, same old story. It's the same old story. They they can't yeah. do a lot. Look, I I don't. They're good at see. field goals. <laughs> if you have a field goal, if you're a place kicker in the Jets, you got and you you, Look, can, you get a chance. I think to the do Jets will be better this year. I don't think so. Because no, the only reason I'm giving them credit is I like what Joe Douglas and Robert Sala are building. I th- I like what they're building currently. Well, I thought but, this, the bright spot of that game, the only bright spot. Michael Carter ran for 60 yards and he and didn't he, take care of In my opinion, he's one of the more underrated bell cows in the league. Right. But he's, I mean, a, he's nice. Joe Flacco making 59 attempts, not okay. Well, that, that's just it's, ridiculous. It's, it's the check down master. That's ridiculous. It's the check down master known as Flacco. What do right. you expect? So, he's I been mean, running off the tail of his, his 2012 playoff run for the last 10 years. Okay. What, what do you expect? Yeah. Okay. Our game, <laughs> the game I was watching, Giants, Titans. I have to have the headline for this, right? Luck is on our side this time. Because how many times last year did you see a team march down against the Giants and have, you know, a couple times they lost on a a last minute kick. And this time it didn't happen. And it should have happened, but it didn't. So I will say that 
overall, they hung in there. Oh, yeah, I they put did. dirt on them. I put dirt on them from the beginning of the game. Also, then, yeah. also Saquon. He had an awesome game. Look at what happens carries. when you give a good, a great running back an offensive line to run behind. He does decent things if he can stay healthy. Yeah, because when he last well, two seasons he's been well, unhealthy. He's and been out. Been over. I know he's been out thing. because the entire defensive line's been running at him constantly. What do you expect him to do? Yeah, I mean, I would say that it was a good game. I think Daniel, the offensive line still needs work because Daniel Jones was still running for his life. Well, game. it's also Daniel Jones. He's not the answer. Let's be honest right he's now. He's running for his life in let's, this game. Let's be honest. He's not the answer. I know. But what's your what's your tagline for your Titans? Fat Randy, make a kick. Challenge impossible. Ooh, Fat Randy making a kick. He, he like... Fat uh, and, Randy. And also, also, the entire team was pretty They got kind of cute, actually. They, they did a couple of gadget plays that just failed. The, the entire... And, and I don't trust the Titans this year. Ooh. The AFC South sucks, but I don't trust them to come out of it. I honestly do not, because I don't. I don't trust them. All right, couple yep. happy birthdays. Couple happy birthdays. Happy birthday, Bernie Williams. Although he's a ex-Yankee, I don't really care. But he's fifty-four years old. He's part of those winning years at the Yankees. You know, yep. center fielder extraordinaire. Uh, you know, hit for average during the postseason. You know, doesn't get enough talk about. Going to Cooperstown, but and plays a mean guitar. So happy <laughs> birthday, Bernie Williams, turning fifty-four. Happy anniversary to Nike and Michael Jordan. So thirty-eight years ago, around this time, right? I'm just look, pulling this up. In nineteen eighty-four, Nike hoped to make three million dollars in Jordan sales over four years. Yep. Today, in year Nike, one, Nike yeah, Nike generates three million dollars in Jordan sales every five. Hours and in a, in one year they made like a hundred plus million. So, you know, Michael Jordan can just get up in the morning and go, "I got nothing to do today but to check my bank account." Yeah, because that bank account's always getting filled. Yeah. So, happy birthday to that. And, and also, a, he's a he, he's an incredible philanthropist. Right. So I a, can give my money away. Right, as but well. a partnership was formed thirty eight years ago. Happy retirement to Roger Federer. We talked about that already. His yep. last. I think the labor tour is the last is last hurrah. Like he's one of the greatest. It, he's he, you can make an argument for him being the greatest tennis yeah, player, the greatest men's tennis player ever. Ever. Yeah. Hey, he's right up there with Nadal. Yep. He's right up there with the pantheon of, of he incredible tennis players. Yep. He's he's right up there, and I know you don't like him, but I love him for his oh, playing ability, I'm, I'm, Joker. Yeah, I mean, I don't dislike or Federer. You're talking no, about? Jo- Joker. Oh, Joker. But I mean, I mean, the whole vaccine thing's beside the point. Okay. Lastly, happy birthday to Alexander Ovechkin, thirty-seven years old, one of the greats. Now chasing, time. chasing will, Gretzky's all-time. Will he get, he get it? He'll get it. Yeah. He'll get it. But uh, is that the play games played or goals? Goals. Okay. He's chasing Gretzky's mark now. But I think um, Ovechkin had a rough go in his time with the Caps. Still uh, drafted. Yeah, They won their championship. Yep, drafted as first overall. Was actually attempted to be drafted by the Florida Panthers the year before um, because uh, they had the first pick, and but he wasn't of age. And the GM at the time said, if you count leap years, he's of age, which was hilarious. But generational talent for a really bad Capitals team at the time that needed a jolt. Playoff failure after more playoff failure after more and more and more playoff failure. And his first time going to the conference final, sped right past it and won the cup. So happy I mean, he just avoided that unfortunate fraternity 
along with Jerome McGinley as some of the best to never, never win, win the cup. Yeah, he avoided it. Just, yeah. just right. barely. Okay, so that's our show. Yep, that's our show for this week. If you come from TikTok, welcome. We do this thing once a week. Next week, we'll have the second week of NFL Roundup. We are well and truly in to football season. A little baseball. Every baseball's winding down. Baseball's winding to head. down. Uh, hopefully, Mets don't collapse, but that's besides so the point. So far, so good. And so far, so Magic good. Magic number's five. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, keep keep listening along. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Bad bad outro. <laughs>